This week's very special episode of Goodbye Mellowbrook Road is brought to you, as always, by Bodybuilding.com. I mean, you know, honestly, I've done, what, like, what is it, like, 17 ad reads-ish for Bodybuilding.com, and at this point, like, what... What else is there to say, you know? Um, they do it all. Everything that you could ever want for fitness. It's there. It's all there. You just gotta... Just... Goddamn. Just click that link in the episode description and that's, and you'll be on your way to success. You can have a ripped, toned body just like me. I have measured my biceps. They are 86 inches in diameter. That's... And that's on a good day. Can you imagine what I'm like on a great day? That's what I'm talking about. And the abs are 800 pounds of pure ab muscle. And I can bench three times that. Thanks to bodybuilding.com. It's all thanks to them. I owe it all to them, really. My heroes. Anyway. Goodbye, Malibuck Road. This week. Very special episode with my, my best friend in the whole world. I miss her so much. If you're listening to this, Naomi... I miss you with all my heart. Naomi Parker. Or as she would say, Naomi Paka. Because she's Australian. And she is here to talk. We're talking our top five Fast and the Furious characters. Yes! Fast and the Furious, interesting movie franchise. And there's been eight of them. Hobbs and Shaw's coming out this year, so... Uh, probably could have released this episode closer to that. But you know what? We're already here. We're already doing it. So enjoy me and Naomi talking about the Fast and the Furious, the FF franchise. The FFF, Fast and Furious franchise. Oh, shit. There's an A in there. F-A-F-F, the FAF. We're having a good time. We're having a great time. Enjoy. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of Goodbye Mellow Brick Road. We are brought to you, as always, by American Apparel American Apparel. It is one of the one of the one of the one of the better clothing companies in the country. I'd say it's it's definitely definitely in my top three. Uh, you know, it's pretty good. They definitely uh, they always give you like good fashion forward classics for men, for women, for children. Just use the coupon code Ever Twenty AA, and you can get I don't know. It's like twenty dollars off, like a hundred dollar purchase or something like that. There's like free shipping involved. You know, just go to the website. They know more than I do. You know. Yeah, I'm getting the, I'm getting the thumbs up here. That was a great ad read from this week's guest, the first international guest on the podcast, and it's it's a it's a it's a doozy. You know, this is a good one. We have we have here with us. We have we have one of the greats. Uh, she she is the one of the world champions in Sudoku. She is an artisanal chef. She has her own patisserie actually uh in sydney australia she is currently directing her first uh, her future film debut so keep a lookout for that in major movie theaters across the globe this fall 2018 thank you for being on the podcast naomi parker hello everybody <laughs> all, you have all the you have over thirteen thousand fans now that's so exciting. And I love that you talk me up so much, whereas I can barely tie my own shoes. But thank you. <laughs> can you tie your own shoes? 
I can. I could tie my shoes before my brother could tie his. And he's older. So I think that's a real skill in life to have. Do you ever go for Velcro? Am I nine? <laughs> what, do you have light-up shoes? No, I always wanted those ones that had, like, the wheel that comes out of the bottom, though, but my parents would never let me. The Heelys? Yes, those. Those are so cool. Every time I see a kid, like, going on concrete, though, I'm like, you're going to smack your head and die, but it's fine. That's why you got to wear helmets whenever you wear your shoes out in public. <laughs> Is that, like, an American law that I'm not familiar with? <laughs> yeah, you know, they're really cracking down on us here. They're cracking down on cracking skulls. Oh my god. You know, I learned to tie my shoes when I was like 10. It was it took a while. I was a Velcro kid. I didn't get it. I didn't understand. I can't you even... You didn't understand the need. I can't tie knots, really, that well. Like, you should have seen me in the cotton candy room trying to tie that apron. The apron? Yeah, like, around your waist or whatever you have to do. Oh my god. I feel like if I was stranded on an island, I could make a knot and, like, like fish somehow using said knots like i think that i would be quite skilled so you have one piece of rope make a knot throw it in the water and the fish just come to you <laughs> i mean i don't think that's quite how it works but like let's let's go with that <laughs> what do you have in mind i don't know like i'd be able to like make some sort of contraption that would catch the fish like maybe a basket so you need multiple ropes yeah i'll, I'll just do a uh, jack sparrow and all my hair together make ropes with that i can just picture you like face down in the ocean just like swinging your hair back and forth it's <laughs> me on a good day what's a bad day <laughs> i don't even know sinking sinking to the bottom of the ocean like the titanic i mean allegedly I think that was a jab but that's fine <laughs> you want to you want to explain this theory <laughs> No, no, that's another episode. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> Naomi doesn't believe the Titanic sunk, but that's... It didn't. There's no evidence. <laughs> yeah, there's no evidence at all, except for the evidence. There's no, like, there's no legitimate evidence. <laughs> like, I need cold, hard evidence. What if I told you that I touched the Titanic once? That you what? There was a traveling exhibit about the Titanic that went around America, and I touched a piece of it they had extracted from the ocean well they're lying yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's just one big lie it's just a big hunk of metal they found on the side of the road yes i would say so someone had a canoe they chopped it up now they're getting so much money to be like dave touch my canoe <laughs> i mean it's certainly i don't think many canoes are made out of steel i mean depends what part of the world you live in was the Titanic made out of steel, or was it, like, titanium? I want to say it was iron. Should we, go should we Google it? <laughs> if you want to. I feel like it was iron and a little studded. The Titanic was made out of steel mm. and iron. Yeah, see? I wasn't right, but I wasn't wrong. You are Iron Man. I am. Should we talk about, should we, should we introduce this topic that we have? On this? <laughs> yeah, you go for it. I'll leave that in your very capable hands. We have a very special topic that's near and dear to hearts, the hearts of millions, nay, nay billions around the world. 
because we have the the top five characters from the Fast and the Furious franchise. The best franchise in the world. One of the worst franchises of all time. I adore these movies. Like, these are, like, oh. You just like them because, because there are, you like the swole men. <laughs> no, they're just like an added bonus. It's not <laughs> just the swole men. You like the eye candy? I mean, I wouldn't say no <laughs> to a bit of eye candy every now and again. Pop it on the screen. But, no, it's, there's more to it. You're just here it's for the, you're here, you're there for the story. <laughs> I am there for the story. The the hard hitting themes and the immense character development. Yeah. That's me. You know, that's there's definitely definitely worse movie franchises out there. Like like the uh hmm or the hmm well hmm like hmm, well maybe not that well I'm sure there's something. I'm mad, I'm furious. <laughs> Are you also fast? Shut the... Ooh. <laughs> Let me breathe for a second here. Deep breath. I'm sending you the good vibes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nobody will know what just happened. <laughs> it's fine. How about you introduce your, uh, your number five? <laughs> yeah, you're doing a better job at hosting than I am. <laughs> I'm going to be a regular, just you wait. Yeah, everyone's gonna be clamoring. They want. They're gonna want more, more gnomes on the podcast. More gnomes on the podcast. Well, I'm sure we can make something happen. <laughs> Got to give the fans what they want. Exactly. I have at number five. He's definitely one of the more iconic characters in the the FF franchise, if you will. If that's it, we can give it a shorthand. The uh, Because in a franchise that really lacks short hands. But we do have a short Han, but maybe we'll, well maybe maybe we'll get to him a little bit later. But you know, at number five, I have I'd say arguably the most iconic character in the Fast and Furious franchise. He is, of course, o- Owen Shaw, <laughs> one of the absolute cool cool villain. I think he's like the villain of the the number six in the. The, that installment of the franchise, which I think is the only good one. Uh, <laughs> the only good one. Ugh. He is only on my list because he's played by the same guy who played Gaston in the live-action Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> You're such a nerd. <laughs> it's the only reason I have him on here. I know nothing about this character except for he's the brother of Jason Statham, who looks nothing like Gaston. Uh, but, you know, having Gaston as a villain is great in your movies, you know, it's a really great way to, like, drum up sales, because Beauty and the Beast, that cracked a billion, and then, you know, they introduced Luke Evans, and then the next movie, boom, billion dollars, so, you know, the next, next Fast and Furious, they gotta give him a musical number, I think, what do you, what do you think, I think, I think Owen Shaw deserves a musical number in Fast and Furious 9? I think that there's elements of that that would work, really well but i don't think that you could market it to the broader audience like i i think someone like me that's like a real diehard fan like you could throw (laughs) anything at me at this stage and i would take it on board if it meant just one more movie but i think that if you had that in the trailer 
I, I don't know that it would sit well. You know it's that there's gonna, like you don't have to hope for like one more movie. They're gonna keep making these things until Vin Diesel is dead. They, if oh, I will start producing them. I don't care. <laughs> They're gonna come out one way or another. We'll make them in the in your backyard. <laughs> yes, let's. On the front, yeah, we'll be like, we'll have like the little like, like the the toy cars, like the little plastic ones that you can like ride around. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I hope you like spiders and drop bears and snakes, but yeah, sure. Yeah, three totally real animals. (laughs) You're right. Snakes don't exist. Do you do you go outside a lot? Do you play in the outdoors? Uh, no, not really. Not really. Like you... some, I'm going for a walk later. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That'll be nice. Where are you going to go? We're going to go get lunch. That's so sweet. Speaking of lunch, at my number <laughs> five, I have got... the Okay, so the, oh, I tossed up with the number five place for a very short few minutes. I... <laughs> I picked our good friend Roman purely because he is so funny. Like, anything he says, even if Roman doesn't intend it to be funny, I will laugh at for, like, five minutes. Um, I love the fact that he is such, like, a wuss, like a silk. Like, the scene in which he's in the plane and he refuses to reverse and Tej does it for him is an iconic scene. Like, that's brilliant. Yeah, that's the only reason that he's my number five is because he's funny. He's good for a laugh or two. He's he's good for a laugh. He loves the ladies. The ladies love him. He's he's a number five for sure. You know, I you know I did have to Google who he was. Roman. Yeah. I'm bad with the character names. See, I just call him. Oh my! I wanted to put the guy from Tokyo Drift, like the one with the southern accent, purely because he's got a southern accent. But I couldn't remember his name, and I wasn't about to Google it, so he just <laughs> lost points automatically. Well, you know, you can't be a top five character if you can't have a memorable name. Exactly. That's why I didn't put him in. But <sighs> good lord, is he attractive? Is do you find Roman attractive? Yeah. But he hasn't got a southern accent, so like, eh. I bet he could do one. Yeah. Well, if that happens, then he's he's instantly boosted. Like, he's bumped up. Speaking of southern accents, my number four pick does not have one. Uh, he is... I don't really understand his connection uh, to, the, to the, the the gang, as we call it. The Toretto, the Toretto gang, uh, as, yeah. it's, as it's referred to... Uh, uh, there's a lot of also like there's a lot of good lines in these movies like, uh, like what is uh, what is one of the lines when he's like oh they're going to Spain and then he's like that's in a different country <laughs> that's one of the <laughs> one of the better lines of the franchise but one of the best I mean, is when Dwayne Johnson's educating. like what I said they're educating people like they're talking about geography like they're really they care about their fans you know not every movie franchise takes the time to teach a geography lesson right in the middle of the action exactly right sorry for interrupting continue no you didn't interrupt i'm just rambling over here about about these movies uh where was i going with this yeah i don't understand his connection to the toretto gang 
but for whatever reason at the end of the eighth movie he's he's at dinner with them and he said to be part of uh vin diesel's me family family familia (laughs) familia he's there he's at the table he's in a suit he's got slicked back hair for whatever reason they invited him because i didn't really pay attention that much but because i was talking to you at the time so you know i can't follow all these plot threads but it's mr nobody uh i put him in at the list because he's played by kurt russell (laughs) you know like kurt russell uh you can't keep picking people (laughs) for who they're played by Kurt Russell, though, like, he was in, he's in The Thing. He's Mr. Nobody. He's, it's a, it's a worthy inclusion on the list, I'd say, even though he doesn't really come into the franchise till like, much later, but, you know, the, the, the earlier movies are really shit, so the, the more, the more they went on, like, the more watchable they got. So, and he's, he's right there at the end, except for the last one, that was kind of, that was kind of shit, wasn't it? Uh, I'm not liking your list so far. <laughs> I'm just going to leave that one It's pretty good, though. It's got a lot of hot takes. Who, in their right mind, of the top five Fast and Furious characters would go, yeah, I'm going to put Mr. Nobody. He's so good. Name one thing that he does. He sits at the table when Dom oh, tells about his familia. <laughs> Speaking of my familia... <laughs> My number four is someone who is very close to my heart. I adore her. Ooh. She is Giselle. Aww. She is the shining star of some (laughs) of these movies. She is stunning, and yet she still gets work done. Like, that's a real, that's a trait. That's nice. She is a complete badass. Um, I love that she went from drug trafficker um, to the good side, which is technically still not the good side. <laughs> but like, I feel like that's character development regardless. It's, I think we need to look past it a little bit and just see that she's really moved on. It's she's the really above the law side. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, one of my favorite scenes of all the movies is when she gets the fingerprint by making that guy touch her ass. Like, I think that that was very clever. And I think that she really took one for the team. Yeah. Yeah. I think she did. I think she put herself out there and she took one for the team. And speaking of taking one for the team as well, she risked her own life. Well, she didn't risk it. She pretty much killed herself <laughs> to save the one that she loved. Who? It didn't matter anyway. It didn't matter anyway. Didn't matter. It gave him but what? Yeah, so... It was like an extra week of being alive that it gave him? I mean, you're not wrong, but that's, that's, that's life sometimes. Like, I don't really... Sometimes you just get absolutely smashed up the ass by another car and you just, you just die. If there's one thing that the Fast and Furious franchise has taught me, it's that people die. People die. Characters. Actors. And speaking... Oh, no, don't. Speaking of actors who have died, my number three pick... It is, well, it is, of course, you're going to like me on this, because my number three pick is Giselle. So now, I'm, now, now I'm talking about Giselle, because she is, Yay. she is, she's pretty cool. I mean, you know, she does okay. Like you said, she kills herself for no, no real reason. I mean, I think it's also like, you know, a lot of no these. No real reason. <laughs> she saved the one that she loved. But like, was it worth loving him? Yes. No. 
He's like he's up on the he's up on the little overpass there with binoculars talking to fucking uh Tyrese Gibson and he's like Tyrese Gibson's like, Hey, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna have sex with her? And then he's like, Hey man, come on, leave me out of it and then he's like, What, you got a small dick? And he's like, Not as small as yours, Tyrese Gibson and that's like it's like Okay, I don't remember that scene playing out like that, but okay. It's like get back to Giselle. I don't care about him. Uh <laughs> But, you know, she's, yeah, you know, she just, like, she's just hanging there, and then she just, like, falls, or, it's like, she shoots somebody. I don't know. It's very unclear. I remember laughing when she it's died. It's not unclear. <laughs> it's, it's funny when she dies, because, like, a lot of these movie franchises, they don't kill characters off. But, like, it's, like, you, like, you expect it to be, like, oh, she's not dead. She's hiding underneath rubble. She's just, like, straight up dead. <laughs> it's not, it's really not what you'd expect, but it makes her a good character, because then you don't have to watch her anymore. It's true. No, I'm understanding what you're saying there. A nice, clean kill. Yeah, like... Always preferred in a movie. Like, Toretto would probably be in my top five if he wasn't, like, fucking in every movie except for the second one, just, like, annoying the shit out of me. (laughs) And then he dies, but they managed to get him back because they pull him out from the rubble. I see what you're saying. He's, he's like, in constant peril, and they're always like, oh, no, Dom's dead. It's like, oh, I bet not, because he's, like, indestructible. Yeah, because he's an absolute snack. Okay. He's like, Next. oh, my family, they saved me. <laughs> Shut up. Okay. My number three is the beautiful, the wonderful, the very talented, bright blue eyed Brian. <laughs> Speaking of dead. <laughs> Speaking of dead. R.I.P. Paul Walker, we miss you. So, Brian, <laughs> again, he went from the cop to a bad guy but kind of made us think that he was a good guy like I still don't know where I stand on that but all I know is that he's very fiercely loyal to his friends and to Mia um and when he found out that Mia was pregnant because he was got he was saying you know we need to split up we'll survive if we split up Mia's like no I'm pregnant not that I like there's no I still don't really get that. But anyway, he was like, okay, I'll stay with you. She wasn't even showing yet. She would have been fine. But anyway, um, I just love him. Just love Brian. Yeah. You sound like a crazy person. Why? <laughs> Your reason for putting him at number three was because he thinks that she's He's a pregnant. Favorite. He <laughs> gave himself away as a cop to Dom. Okay, fine, I have more reasons. He gave himself away as a cop to Dom, purely to protect Dom's jackass friend that was not nice to him. But he was like, I'm going to save your life, and I'm going to reveal that I'm a cop at the same time. Dom's probably going to literally kill me. And he also was willing to be with Mia. He was like, Mia, I love you, rah, 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 whatever. Um, even though Dom was right in the scene, Dom could have literally smushed him like a bug. He was very brave, Brian was. Why does he... I don't. I never understood why he becomes friends so closely with Dom. He starts working for him, and then he starts being friends with... I don't really know. It's all a <laughs> bit of a, bit of a mind game. I forget. They're well, family day, that's all that matters. Yeah, it's, you know, at the end of the day, it's all about family. 
That is the real reason. Like, you know why he's friends with Dom? He's not. He's his brother. Thank you. In law. Took you long enough. Now you start to understand. You know, now, you know, you've you really, you really flipped my switch. I think it's the greatest movie franchise of all time. Thank you. Definitely. My favorite part is, like, when the cars just really, really get right at each other there. I like when they... Do like, which one? <laughs> when they literally, like, all the cars fall out of the helicopter, and then they're, like, parachutes. I love that one. <laughs> so stupid. I think that could happen. I don't think it could I think it's realistic. I don't know. The parachutes, I don't think they could do that. My favorite scene... Okay, do you want to know my favorite scene in the entirety of all of this? No. Alright, fine. What's your number two, then? (laughs) No, tell me your favorite scene. No, no, you don't get to know. No, I want to know what your favorite scene is. Okay, I'm going to tell this for the the (laughs) listeners. This is not for you, Dave. Block your ears. My favorite scene is when all of the cars... Well, only two of them. They go into the garage, and then they close all the doors. And then the people in the choppers are like, where are they, where are they? And then literally 100 million cars all come out, and then there's, like, this mass scramble for which one Dom and Brian are in, and it's just brilliant. I remember watching that scene when I saw it for the first time, and I was like, these movies, I zone out a lot during them, so I'm, like, not Mm. sure what's going on. And then all the cars that came out, and there's a lot, there's, like, if you haven't seen the scene, there's way more cars than you'd expect to come out of that building, that actually come out of that building. Yes. It kind of, like, freaked me out a little bit. I (laughs) I love it. It's, like, too many cars. (laughs) I think that's the idea behind the scene, though, is to throw people off. You know what my favorite scene was in this franchise? Mm Mm-hmm. When Paul Walker pulls up next to Vin Diesel at the end of the seventh movie, and it's, like, this weird CGI'd face, like, on his brother's body. It's really quite terrifying. They did what they could. It's quite quite terrifying. (laughs) They did what they could. And it's like, he's like on the beach, and they're all like watching him, and they're like, you know, he's gotta go be with his family now. And then it's... Yeah, he's playing with But we're his family. But like, every shot they show of him with his son, it's just him like picking him up, and then like putting him down, and like picking him up, and putting him down. Yeah, because his baby likes to be picked up, maybe. (laughs) They have one clip of Paul Walker before he died, and they just kept using it over and over again. Whatever. But you know, after he died, the franchise made a billion dollars, so you could say that the sacrifice play was made. Oh my goodness, you can't say that at all. <laughs> you're right. You're horrible. Only, only Giselle is allowed to make sacrifice plays, you're right, you're right. Exactly, exactly. Speaking of sacrifice plays, right at number two, I got somebody who, their name has just as many letters as the phrase sacrifice play has in it. It is, of course, Letty. You know, she, she's definitely at number two because, uh, you know, it's really disheartening that not one character is in every movie. It really, really bothers me a little bit, but she's one of the ones that definitely comes closest, you know. She's good because, like, because she is, uh, played by Michelle Rodriguez, who's pretty, she's, she's not, she's not really a good actor, but, you know, she does what she can. She's in a movie where the lead is Vin Diesel, so there's really only much of that you can get in terms of, like, acting. Uh, he's really only... The only reason he's famous is because he said, I like, Superman in Iron Giant. Uh, he also was in The Pacifier, so really, I don't know. I don't really have a lot of faith in Vin Diesel, but we're not talking about Vin Diesel, we're talking about Letty. I love The Pacifier, just, by the way, with Britney Snow. 
Hold on. You like The Pacifier? <laughs> yes, it's such a good movie. This is the hottest take I've ever heard on this podcast. I like it. <laughs> Do you like what the... about it don't you like? I don't like how it's Vin Diesel. Uh... Do you know his real name is Mark Sinclair? He can have whatever kind of name he wants. That doesn't define who he is as a person. Let me guess. You also you like... know his name, Dave, but you don't know his story. I feel like I get it. I feel like I get Vin Diesel. Like he just he just keeps milking Paul Walker's death for as much money as he can. Do you also like the Tooth Fairy with Dwayne Johnson? No, that is a terrible movie. Okay, well, that's you, you redeemed yourself there. Excellent. <laughs> okay, so why apart from okay without bringing up <laughs> Dom at all whatsoever, why is Letter your number two? Really, it's it's all in the name. Like it's such a such a interesting name for a character. Uh, Isn't it just short for Letitia? Is it? I don't really know. <laughs> I think I think that it is, but well, I could be wrong. You know, even then, that's pretty cool. You know, Letitia, Letty, whatever, whatever, you, whatever way you want to slice it, it's right in there at number two. You know, I made fun of you for saying that Paul Walker is in at number three because he uh, is loyal. And I'm over here, like, I can barely even justify Letty at number two. <laughs> well, it's funny that you should have Letty as number two, because I also have Letty as number two. Hey. She is an incredible driver. Like, she, throughout the film, like, yes, Dom is the best driver in the franchise, rah, rah, rah. But she is consistently good. She saves Brian by doing that little tailspin thing. She's just good. Um, she's very reserved, but she's she always loves everyone. Like, and she shows them that she loves them by saving their lives when they're falling off a cliff, even though she's so reserved. Um, she's been, okay. So, I like the fact that she's been with Dom forever. Like, ever since she was girl next door, like she's always been with Dom, and I think that that's really cute. And even when she lost her memory for that, which I really I. God, I love this movie franchise, but that was a stupid play. I still, to this day, don't understand why the hell they felt that that was important. But anyway. Anyway. She, yeah. Even when she lost her memory, she knew right from wrong. Wow. So, You're doing way that. more work for these characters than the writers ever did. <laughs> You're not wrong. I'm going to introduce a new character. You should. You should play it. Oh, also, when... Okay, because she's always wearing, like jeans and a singlet or whatever she's wearing but when she puts on that red dress and looks gorgeous but then she still manages to kick the ass of everybody i really appreciate that too because you can relate right yeah always you've been known to kick ass in a red dress yep yeah, i can't wear red why not pale. It just doesn't work really yeah how come like it does it stand out too much no, it's just not my colour. No. Red is not my colour. I feel like I'm pale with blue eyes and light hair. So I just don't think red really... <laughs> like, you have to have a certain look to pull off red, and I don't have it. You wear white on Christmas. Yes, I do. I can pull off white. That's, you know, at the end of the day, that's all you can ask for. Exactly. If you're going to pull off one colour, it might as well be white. Because then when you get married, you're set. Yeah, and like... You can become a Christ figure. You can, you can. Like... Are you trying to tell me I'm not already a Christ figure? <laughs> not yet. You gotta, you gotta commit. 
You gotta give bread to the poor and like turn uh water into wine. Is that was it blood into wine? Wine into blood? Water into blood? What is it? Is it water I don't into know wine? Where you got blood from. Isn't anyway. it blood? We drink his blood? Yes, yeah, so yeah. we turn water into wine but we drink his blood. It's not important. Well the right look now. the look you gave me was like 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 you don't know what the fuck you're talking about, Dave. It's you know what you do know what you're talking about is when you tell me who your number one was. Well, what's your hurry? We can we can stretch this out for hours. Yeah, all right, fine. We'll, we'll go th- we'll through some honorable mentions. You know, uh, Bow Wow. <laughs> was that? Was not was he not in Tokyo Drift? I don't know. Isn't it Bow Wow and like whatever? Alright, well, speaking of... I think of, Rita Ora was in it. Was she in that one? Rita Ora? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know who that is. She was, in, she was in one of them as the person that does, like, the flag thing. Helen Mirren was in the eighth one for whatever reason. I don't know who that is. Surely she has better things to be doing. You know how I am with actor and actresses' names. <laughs> I don't know who you're talking about ever. Yeah, when you thought Paul Rudd was Jennifer Aniston's father on Friends... I don't want to talk about it. You sure? I can tell the story. Okay, you can tell the story. I'll just sit here in silence and mope. Yeah, I won't do that to you. No, you can do it. It's funny. Well, we were talking about, we were on the bus together one time, and I was talking about Paul Rudd, and you were like, you know, Paul Rudd, he's, he was uh, Rachel's dad on Friends, and I was like, I was like, I haven't seen Friends in like five years, so I'm like trying to think of who actually, I knew it was not Paul Rudd, but I was like trying to think of who actually was Rachel's dad, and then I remembered it was Bruce Willis, and I said, do you mean Bruce Willis? And you're like, no, nah, it's Paul, oh, Paul Stevens, that's who I'm thinking of. You're like, Paul Stevens played Rachel's dad, and I was like, Bruce Willis played Rachel's dad, the character could be Paul Stevens. I was so genuinely sure of myself. Yeah, we laughed for a while that day. We did. That was a good day. We laughed all the way from I think... from the contemporary to all the way to West Clock. Which, for those of you that don't know at home, <laughs> that is that is a far way. That's that's some would say it's miles. Yeah, I don't understand miles because that's an American uh, thing. Some would, but okay. some would say it's kilometers. Yes, they do. See. That's the other thing. What is that quote that they say all the time, Fast and Furious? Whether it's a a mile or a what's that quote? Help me out here. What is it? The quote? Whether you win by a, a something or a mile, winning is still winning. No, whether inch. That's An why inch? I don't know. Yeah. An it... American measurement again. I never really like. It took me a while to get my head around that. An inch or a mile? Yeah, it's like a centimeter or a kilometer. We should we should do a complete and utter rewrite of the entire Fast and Furious movies, but only change the measurements. I would really appreciate that. I think <laughs> that I could... Can we get them to, like, reshoot every single one of them, though? Like, I don't want some sort of voiceover. I want, like... That's going to be expensive CGI. Get that... Get those brothers back and start putting the face back on the brothers. Oh, God. Yeah, you're not wrong. It's been five years since he died. That's insane. 
You hate to see it. You really do. You do. That was devastating. You know, where where were you when he died? Do you remember? No. I was at Downtown Disney. Really? Mm-hmm. I don't remember where I was. You were just so shell-shocked. Yep, and I've erased it from my mind. <laughs> Speaking of death. <laughs> right at number one. The greatest character in the history of the frat... The... The... who. I just messed up my sentence. The greatest character in the history of the Fast and the Furious franchise. Unquestionably, undoubtedly, the number one. I have Han, right at number one. He is he is the great character. He is in Tokyo Drift. And uh, the best... The reason he's at number one is because I had no idea that these movies were like... The timeline was all over the place. So I watched Tokyo Drift, and I got it. I was like, cool. And then he's back in Fast and Furious 4. I think it's just called Fast and Furious. And he's there, and I'm like, okay. And then like at the end, they're like, where do you want to go? Do you want to go to Tokyo? And he's like, he looks at, he basically looks at the camera, and he goes, haha, not yet. And I'm like, okay, so it's a prequel? <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> but I was like, I guess that's how they tell you it's a prequel? I didn't really know. And then come to find out, when he's dead, the reason that Vin Diesel shows up at the end of Tokyo Drift is to retrieve his body, and yet he's still in Tokyo racing people. Like, I think he's got he's got his priorities out of whack. I think that really just didn't know what they were doing with this franchise. But despite all of that, Han is still number one because of all those reasons. I mean, I have no problem with the guy. He's great. Like, there's nothing. Like, he's fine. He's fine. But for me, the number one, the epitome of all of these movies, the glue that holds it all together. Oh, God. My love, the light in my eyes. I want to throw up. Dominic Toretto. Well, that was a great episode. Thanks, everybody, for being here. All right. <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on. What do you got to say about this? His, his loyalty yeah. is unfathomable. Fathom... Fathom I tried. Unfathomable? There you go. That's the one. Unfathomable. <laughs> At least I know what I'm trying to say. He would do anything for... And he doesn't have friends. He would do anything <laughs> for his family. Oh my god. I want to die. He never loses a race. Like, that is an incredible skill to have. He can assemble and... Dissemble? Do you reckon that's the opposite of assemble? Disassemble, I think, maybe? Disassemble. He can assemble and disassemble cars like it's nothing. And even though he never loses a race, when he finds out that Mia is expecting and he races Brian, he lets Brian win for the money. Isn't that a good uncle? That's a good uncle. He's always the one behind all the brilliant plans as well. Like, he's the smart con man. Like, I enjoy him um yeah and that is why Dominic Toretto <laughs> is my number one like the le- the extremes of which I love this guy <laughs> I was at Universal Studios and I went on the Fast and Furious ride and although it's not a very good ride I enjoyed <laughs> it because it's Fast and Furious but I got off and there was this shirt and it was like $50 like it was not cheap and it was 
a mechanic's shirt and it said Dominic's garage on the back. And for five minutes, I genuinely looked at this shirt and I was like, I need it. <laughs> it's like, a, like you can't live without it. No, I couldn't. But then I tried, like, I was like, do I want to eat for the rest of the week or do I want this shirt? In the end, my eating won out. But apart from that, I would have had that shirt. I have, you know, I have just so many backlogged ideas for what to get you for your birthday and for Christmas. (laughs) Oh, my God. I like how you said that you love Dominic because he's loyal and then the whole eighth movie is about how he, like, betrays everybody. (laughs) He betrays them because he is he's still thinking about his family though. He's still protecting them. That's why he's betraying them. I just like when Do- uh, Dwayne Johnson looks at the camera and he goes, "Dominic Toretto has gone rogue." Like I'm supposed to care about it. <laughs> I love. He's one of my honorable mentions. I Agent Hobbs, love him, love him to death. Just want to look at him all day. But his character, there's not a lot of depth, and I just couldn't bring myself to it. And I love that your number one was Han, and I didn't have him in my list at all, and my number one was Tom, and you didn't have him in your list at all. But we could agree on Letty as number two. Letty is absolutely number two. She's great. For sure. For sure. How do you feel about the upcoming Hobbs and Shaw spinoff? Now, see, there's a lot of speculation. Is that really happening? Because apparently there's a spinoff with all the girls. Ooh. Even the yeah, dead ones? So, huh? Even the dead ones? I don't know. I'm not sure who's in it, but apparently... So I don't really know what's happening next. But then there was that big blowout where they all had, like, this massive fight. Yeah, and Dwayne Johnson called Vin Diesel a candy-ass motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Another reason why I love that man. He just doesn't care. I think the plan is to do Hobbs and Shaw next year, and then they wanted to do Fast 9 in 2020 and Fast... 10 in 2021 i mean i'm down for it i'm there we have to see these together i think we have to we have to work something out i'll fly there and i'll go i will watch even if it's like even if you've already seen it like four times we got to see it at some point together okay sounds like a plan i'll fly Maybe we should there. go to the premiere yeah Checking that if we can get them to watch this that will invite us to the premiere i think so like if we make this like who like who's done a fast and furious podcast before surely no one I, I couldn't tell you. I don't think anyone would have. We Do you reckon we're the first? Yeah, I reckon. <laughs> All right, well, well I'll I'll tweet this at him and uh we'll get those we'll get those slick red carpet invites. Excellent. We I think we should tweet it at Vin Diesel though cuz we don't we don't include the rock really that much in our list. So, yeah, if we No, do... that's true. He might be a bit offended. Yeah, I, I think that we both we both had Giselle and we both had Letty. Mm. So, Letty might be the best. Yeah. We'll we'll tweet them too. Letty might be the best go at it. Definitely don't want to pick sides in the fight, I don't think. Yeah. Has she went off the rails a little bit, but she came back, didn't she? Yeah, yeah, sure. She's she's <laughs> Sure, yeah. Didn't I think she dated my, my good friend. Cara Cara Delavine. Uh, Delavine. Uh, the one that the one that makes you question things. The one that what? The one that makes you question things. She's so hot. <laughs> no one can say that she's not. That sounds like a song. I mean, I should make it. Maybe I'll put it in the next movie. <laughs> yeah, it'll be when the the inevitable death of uh, Jordana Brewster. They'll just like her. She'll just like 
like pull up to the side of like Vin Diesel's car and they'll they'll play the song that we just wrote. They yeah. I'll put I'll put it to I'll put it to music. Scene. Yeah, it'll be it'll be a real tearjerker. I think so. Well, I think this was a great list. I think it was a great way to spend what was it? Forty two minutes. <laughs> I could talk about Fast and Furious for forty two days. So I'm really proud of myself for condensing it. No, you and you really got to the essence of the franchise. You know, loyalty, family, cars, and. Tyrese Gibson. Gotta love him. Gotta love him. Naomi Parker, we will have to do this again. And we'll talk about all your Titanic theories. Yes. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. It was it was an absolute pleasure. <laughs> Nobody can see the thumbs up. <laughs> I'm sending the world a thumbs up. Love you. Love you.